one year is long, right? And your motivation will change. Why don't you start learning Ukrainian? I needed to make sure that next video would be better than the first one. My experience with Ukrainian people were amazing, but I, I lived the language and this was an amazing experience. Привіт всім! Welcome back to LingoCast, the podcast of your language journey. My name is Eliseu and this is another episode of our podcast. You may be following in the social media and you've maybe seen that I was doing a language challenge trying to learn Ukrainian in three months. And today that's the topic. So today no interviews. It's been a while since I haven't recorded any solo episode. I asked you guys and you answered that you would like an episode where I can describe how was the challenge, the methods I used. So here we are. But before we start, you already know, don't forget to follow us on on social media and in your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to send us questions, be part of our WhatsApp group and be updated about our future content, which hasn't been published yet, you can be part of our Patreon program by simply accessing a Patreon link in our link tree. So once done, we can go to our episode. So I think I can tell a little bit about how was this experience and why I started learning Ukrainian. More or less one year ago, on my birthday, I started learning Russian. And I decided that I would like to, uh, that I would learn Russian for one year. After one year, I was not very satisfied with my, with the level of Russian that I uh, achieved. And usually I start learning a new language every year. But I had decided that, no, okay, this year I will, I will not learn, uh, start learning any new language. I will focus a little bit more on my Russian. I will improve my Russian because uh, I, was, I wasn't really satisfied, especially because Russian uh, is a language that I have a lot of opportunities to use. And then we had like, the, the polyglot gathering. Some friends of mine came here. And one day I was talking with one of my friends, Lucas Bugatti from the channel Language Boost. And he asked me, why don't you start learning Ukrainian? Well, he speaks Ukrainian, right? And when he was in Poland, he was using Ukrainian almost every day. He said, he told me, you can also use Ukrainian every day, right? You are living here. You have Ukrainian friends. You have you can listen to the, the to the language on the street. And I was thinking, yeah, why not? I think I can I can do that. Maybe it can be the language that I will start learning this year. So I decided then, okay, I will start learning Ukrainian. And I took as a role model, the challenge that Lucas and Fabricio, they had done. Uh, I think this year they, they had done two or three, I think two challenges learning languages for three months. And I also wanted to challenge myself um, to see how much I could learn in three months. And yeah. And when I started learning Russian, one of the methods that I was using, because as I mentioned, I can have a lot of opportunities to use Russian here in Warsaw. And I was tracking what were uh, the most well, what were the most frequent questions that people were asking me and of course like talking with people that i had never talked before the questions were very similar like where are you from what are you doing here in poland how long have you been here are you working or studying how old are you and what's your name and i noticed that in the beginning the first interactions those were the majority of the questions not only those but many others, that, and I started to write down these questions and I created a Google Doc with these questions and my answers. So what I was supposed to answer when they would ask me this and how can I ask back, yeah? And I also noticed that every time I was asking back this, I was having a different answer. So when I was asking someone, 
oh, where are you from? The person was telling me, oh, I'm from, I don't know, from Georgia. I'm from Ukraine. I'm from Belarus. I'm from Kazakhstan. So I was learning the name of different countries by interacting with people. I found very interesting this method, but in that moment, I just had like a few phrases, no, nothing more. And I decided to do the same by Ukrainian, but like to take it a little bit more serious. So I started writing down every phrase that I that I had like while interacting with people. So oh, this phrase is important. So I was writing down uh, and I was adding to my doc. And I was also adding the, the, the question, the answer or phrases that are very important for me. For example, I'm vegan. So this is something important because when I was going to a restaurant, I needed to make sure to be able to tell it in... In, in any language I will uh, that I will be using, so I need to know how to say that uh, that I want a vegan dish. That I, I need to ask if it contains milk, uh, milk, cheese, or something like this. Uh, so I was adding these things which are important for me as well, and I decided to make flashcards. So I was making decks with more or less fifty cards each deck. So I started learning Ukraine on my birthday, which I had already one deck ready and i also decided that i would record videos so every month so it would be three months but i would record one video after every month to track my progress not only for people i also like to inspire people i think it's a goal but to for myself to see how much can i do it and also because i don't have a lot of experience recording audio so i have a podcast but i usually record mostly audio right so recording a video was it's very different i remember the first video was very challenging because i had never done that before and i also wanted to challenge myself in uh when it comes to video production yeah and so i wanted to record videos and i could see my progress not only could see my progress but i could i needed to make sure that the next video would be better than the first one so that i would be able to talk better more fluently than in, than the previous one so for sure it was like a, a very good motivation and yeah so i can tell about some things that really helped me because some people told me okay your your ukrainian is really good some people even told me oh your ukrainian maybe be b1 after three months and i don't know if my ukrainian is b1 but i can tell about some aspects that helped me to learn ukrainian that maybe if you start learning ukrainian maybe you will not have so i think it's important to track when you learn a language the things which are which are advantages, which are your advantages and the ones which are your disadvantages, right? So some things that, like I said, like the motivation, because I know that it was like a, a short run, let's say. Three months would be quite intense because I needed to learn every day. And also the things that I needed to record the videos. And I needed to know that uh, I will be better next on, uh, when I will record the next video. And also it was motivating me to do it was motivating to uh, to know that next time I need to to be able to say more things, to be able to pronounce better. So it was for sure like something that really helped me that I hadn't done before. And I think challenging yourself can really be motivating because when you, you after the second video, I remember seeing the first one and saying, wow, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing a good job, yeah? And it motivated me for the third one. And yeah, another <laughs> something that really helped me, it's the amount of Ukrainians here in Warsaw. So I could hear Ukrainian every day. Um, I have Ukrainian friends. So in the beginning, it was more like they were talking with me, like just the simple things, you know, 
they were seeing me, they were saying like, how are you doing? You know, these things in Ukraine. With time, they noticed that, okay, he, he can actually start talking, you know, uh, with us. So they started to use more Ukrainian with me. They saw that I really uh, was really learning it for real. Another thing that helped me, it was the, the fact that two years ago, I started learning Polish when I moved to Poland. And one year ago, I started learning Russian. So the base of these two languages. So I, I can say that my Polish is more or less B2 and my Russian maybe now, I don't know, A2, B1. And it really helped me to uh, to develop my, my Ukrainian very fast because many words are similar to Polish, mostly to Polish and more to Polish than, to, than Russian. But uh, the structure of the language. So let's see the grammar. I, I already knew where to look for uh, for the patterns. And the, the, the grammar is quite similar. So I remember learning Polish. A mistake that I made was I didn't know the grammar very well. So when I started learning Polish, I, everything was surprising me. And in Ukraine, nothing surprised me in the grammar because almost nothing, because I already know what to expect. And it really helped me. So uh, it was a, a good advantage. And another thing that really helped me, I think, is the, the, the current context that we have in Europe and in Poland. Because I think many people started learning Ukrainian recently after the, the war started. Your Ukrainians are very happy when you talk with them in Ukrainian. Today, I just had a, 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 a situation like that, just talking Ukrainian with someone on, on the street. And the person was like, oh my God, you're, talking, you're learning Ukrainian? And say, yeah. And the person was like very helpful, you know, like the words they didn't know, the person explained, uh, explained to me. So it was really, they are really helpful. My experience with Ukrainian people were amazing. It also motivated me a lot. It helps me a lot, still helps me a lot because when you are... Uh, you are talking with people who, who are not very interested in talking with you in their language, then it's challenging, right? And can be very demotivating. And that, that, that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a very good experience. But now everything was so nice. Actually, I had, I made mistakes, uh, mistakes that I learned because actually it was my first challenge was my first time using this method, the, the flashcards like every day. And one of the, the mistakes that I've made was, I think I forgot to take into consideration the, the frequency of the words. I was taking a lot in consideration the frequency of the, the, the situations, the phrases, yeah? And I noticed that after I think the first and or the second month, there were some very basic things that I didn't know in Ukrainian that I should know, but they were not there in my in my document and this is something that for sure i need to change so i remember already in the third month i, I checked okay let's check the the most frequent uh, adjectives verbs just to 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 make sure which ones i know and which ones i don't and then i could fill some gaps uh it helped me but i think i could have done that in the beginning and also something that I learned in a very interesting video. It was a live from the channel Language Boost. So Lucas and Fabrizio were talking about how to learn with flashcards. And, some, and then I noticed one mistake that I was making. I remember I had a phrase in Ukrainian, which, uh, which was, uh, I think, did you send me the message? And this phrase was kind of hard for me to memorize because there were like two words that I didn't know. So, and I didn't know the, uh, the, the verb to send it. I didn't know the, ver uh, the word message. And when you have a phrase with two words that you don't know, two very important words that you don't know, 
it's really hard. So, for example, in if I knew at least one of these words, especially let's say the the verb, uh, it would be much easier to memorize the uh, the, the, the the phrase because I would understand most of the, the, the uh, of the sentence by context, right? So in Ukraine, actually, it's nadislata povidomlenya. I decided that I could have made a, for example, one flashcard, one flashcard before with uh, with the word uh, povidomlenya message, and then when I would see this phrase with send and message, I would need to memorize only send. It would have helped me, and then I I started now rebuilding my my flashcards <laughs> and my the structures to be able to memorize them better. And yeah, or sometimes I something that I has uh, that I started to do for the next challenge that I think was a mistake that I have very complex sentences, for the point of view of when you are just starting learning the language, like I think it's really hard to memorize when the sentence is really complex. Then for the next challenge, I'm organizing them in levels, so I have like four or five levels, and I will start with the the easiest level, and then I will go. When I finish that um, that deck, I will go to the next one with a little bit harder and more complex sentences and so on. So I, I use uh, decks of 50 cards, which also can be a little bit too much. I will try with the next, next challenge sometimes a little bit less or maybe 35, 40 up to 15 days, uh, depend, depending on the deck. Yeah, As I said, because some decks, they had phrases which were really hard and took me much longer because of some specific phrases and then yeah uh, they took longer than I expected and as I mentioned before because of the fact that I I knew Russian and Polish um, memorizing some phrases were not as hard as it would be to memorize phrases like that in other languages like if I would be learning Turkish for example I don't think that I, I would be able to memorize very well a 50 card deck in 12 15 days i think i would need a little bit more i don't know i would i will test it in the future but i think so another important thing that i noticed only when i finished the challenge i was speaking ukrainian every day but mostly about the same things i was not talking about the most important things was like what what's happening in my life now so if i had to talk about what's happening in my life now i i wasn't sure if i could do it and that's why i found like a, a language partner uh now um and because talking with strangers all interactions started the same right so this is something that um uh, i was prepared for that but when it's when it comes to language learning you need to be uh when how about the people that you talk often right because we had to talk with a friend of mine in ukraine and this friend of mine already know all my personal information yeah the this friend would not ask me these things so I need to know how to say more things, and this is something that I think I should have been, I should have prepared myself for. Um, yeah, another aspect that maybe I would not say that it was actually a mistake, but I could have done better. I could have learned more about the Ukrainian culture. I think I, I actually I, I learned a lot. I had a lot of contact with my friends, but uh, the culture and the history so the, the of Ukraine it's they are so interesting that I. And having the opportunity of having Ukrainian friends, talking Ukrainian every day, meeting Ukrainians every day, I could have learned more, in my opinion. And it would, it, it actually, it it helps with motivation as well, at least for me. 
and but yeah for sure this is something that i will i will do differently in the next uh the next challenge and talking about challenge like there are some challenges uh, while learning ukrainian so compared to other slavic languages like polish um russian and i think even serbo-croatian uh ukrainian doesn't have uh doesn't have so much content available online so this was uh, this was one issue that i had and i noticed actually in the last month that i was listening to less ukrainian i mean i was listening to music every day and i was watching the news but i, I needed to listen more compelling uh input uh more compelling content so i started to use link in the last month because i really like the short uh, the mini stories from link also the, the let's begin and uh, this parts that you start with the basic phrases listening to how it is also because many other apps they do not have any uh, they do not have audio for uh, for ukrainian like the app i use for flashcards they do not have audio so i use quizlet unfortunately for ukrainian they, there's no audio available maybe not yet i noticed that i definitely memorize flashcards better when i have audio and another um another thing that i was a challenge for me that maybe wasn't i would not say it was a mistake because it was planned at a certain moment after the i think after the second week i was talking with lucas uh, and he mentioned uh why don't you learn ukrainian in russian like they are similar and then you make sure that everything you know in ukraine you know in russian as well uh so learn ukrainian through russian yeah and and i was yeah okay i think i should try it actually i think it was a good decision to keep my russian to not forget the words also because russian is useful there are a lot of situations here that i i cannot use ukraine i cannot use polish i have to use russian and and i didn't want to forget the language as well because i was focusing so much in, in ukraine right and but for sure i would have learned faster if i would learn ukrainian and english or in any other language that i speak in a very high level could be in i think even in polish I, could, I would have learned much faster or you know italian spanish uh portuguese uh would be much easier to memorize because sometimes i was facing some phrases that i didn't know them very well in russian so at the end i was almost like memorizing i had to memorize like the, the same phrase in both languages so it made it a little bit harder than uh, it should be so yeah i think it's also important to to bear in mind when you are uh, you have your expectations in a challenge like this and you choose your your instruction language uh, your target language and see like okay what's the goal what to expect and how much is going to uh, to, in, to influence my progress something that also i said that now i have a language partner i have uh katya so we talk once or twice a week uh ukrainian portuguese and i could have done it earlier i think i think i could have done it in the last month i took a while for me to start having a language partner and talking in ukrainian uh with more frequency and yeah uh this is something that i would i would do differently in the last month because i already had like enough vocabulary to interact with people to say a lot of things about myself tell about my day and i i started doing it just right after finishing the challenge this is something i would do different uh differently and yeah uh this is something that i actually will do different in my next challenge and uh, i i will start learning serbo-croatian from october 
So from October 1st, which I think is like from someday. So when this episode will be on, um, I, w- I wouldn't have started yet. But yeah, I think it's almost everything uh, ready. And probably I will end up making also an episode about that. The conditions to learn this language are, are different. And I think it's also important to bear in mind the conditions you have. How much you can use, how much you are exposed to the language, how similar it is for the to the language that you already know, how much content you have available, how much you are motivated, how much you know about the culture, how much you still need to learn. I think it's important to bear in mind these things. And so for my next challenge, I know that I will not be able to talk in Serbo-Croatian every day. And I think from far away, or from far away from it, uh, unless if I call friends every day. Um, and uh, I can go to some balcony parties, bars, restaurants, and talk, try to talk with people. And but still, it, I need to be more proactive. So it will not come to me like just by going uh, going to work and just you know hear someone talking in Ukraine and then start talking. It will not happen with cyber creation. So I need to change my approach. And when it comes as well to uh, language partners. Uh, I don't know if I will find language partners uh, in Warsaw. Um, so probably I will have more online interactions. Maybe it can be good, maybe not. Um, so yeah, this is something actually that I can talk a- a- how I think about having language partners for. And, uh, and you can work with them for deliberated practice and also for uh, like uh, speaking sessions. I think they, they I, differenti- I differentiate them a little bit. And I can talk about that in the in the next episode. And for sure, yeah, I think it would be more important to to talk with frequency with my with language partners, and so they can see what you're what you're learning. They can track your progress. Um, so yeah, this is something that I, I will I will try to do. But something that uh, I decided to do as well about the next challenges, I will learn Serbo Croatian through Ukrainian. So for me, it's a way that. I will everything I will learn in in, in Serbo Croatian. I already learned in Ukraine probably the same cards, or almost all all of them are the same cards. Cards, and I add some new ones. But it's a good way to keep with Ukrainian, to um, remember to reveal the phrases. Also, because now I am able to output a lot of Ukrainian. I talk everyday in Ukrainian much more than in the beginning, and I, ha- I can have conversations in Ukrainian for. I had conversation for I had a one hour conversation. So now I think it's I cannot forget these things. They need to be not only in my mind, but they need to be in this automatic mode that when I need to use, they need to be there. So uh, I need to make sure that I will not forget them. And I think like as um, a review about what I have learned in this uh, with this experience, like challenging myself was really positive. I think that when you have very long goals, like I had like oh, learning a language for one year, one year is long, right? And your motivation will change. And But when I knew that it was only three months that I would focus on it and deeply, uh, I would go, uh, I would learn every day because I knew that there would be first video, second video, third video. And then I had my goal, which was to be able to be more conversational. And I reached the goal. I can say I reached the goal. I can have conversations in Ukraine for 30 minutes, one hour. And and also, I think something that not only about Ukraine and not only about this challenge, but this challenge was really concentrated in learning about Ukraine, learning 
about the culture, the people when I've met amazing people because of the language. Um, amazing people that when they saw that I was learning Ukrainian, they they were helping me. Many people that became friends of mine or friends of mine that got closer because I was talking with them more often than before and got to know the, the culture, got to know the people and how the, the language brings up, brings us a new world and a new world to explore like with new people, people that um, probably if it wouldn't be for this language, I wouldn't have met or I wouldn't, wouldn't have the connection that I have now. So for sure, these three months um, didn't bring me only knowledge about languages, language learning, but also amazing people. I've met amazing people, not only here in Poland, but uh, Ukrainian people living in other places, in Ukraine or in other countries. So for sure, it was like an amazing experience. Um, I recommend to everyone uh, to try uh, a challenge to see, uh, to challenge yourself. How, how much can you learn in three months? And, and then you can... Think about what you, what you have done, the mistakes you have done, what you can improve, and and then also to think about what happened in these three months, right? So, uh, the people you've met, the places you visited, um, just because of the language. And I think this was like one of the most important uh, parts for me, more than actually the language, because of course the, the language will help me to access the uh, information and to talk with these people in their native language. But uh, language sometimes we end up using less and forgetting or something, but you know, uh, these experiences that we, we collect, they, they are always there. And I think for me, at least, this is the, the most important that I not only learned the language and spoke the language, but with all these limitations that I had, but I, I lived the language. And this was an amazing experience. Let's see how it's going to be with the next challenge. And if you want to be updated with the next challenge, I will be also recording videos after every month. So don't forget to follow LingoCast on Instagram and in your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to send questions for the next episodes or if you want to know anything about the previous challenge or the next one, you can contact me via Instagram. That's all for today. See you in some days with another episode but with an interview. And don't forget, enjoy our language journey. journey.